forever. Dog. Did did your parents fight when you were when you were a kid? All the time. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what? But did I mean, like in front of you, like. <laughs> Oh yeah. Like how how um, was like how were were the screaming matches? Was it passive aggressiveness? Was it? There's you no know? such thing as passive aggressiveness. Like Koreans <laughs> are very direct. They either just say what they mean or not. Like they don't get sarcasm. So it's all very direct, and it was a lot of screaming, for sure. More so my mom at my dad because my dad's like very calm, like even person. My mom's like the nutcase who like freaks out over anything. So it's usually very one directional. <laughs> but yes, a lot of screaming. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I had that. I think I don't think I had like my. It was me and my mom for a while, but then my stepfather came. I don't think I heard them yell. I think mm-hmm. if they ever yelled, I would get loud. So I don't. I don't think we. I don't think they ever. I think my parents are really good about at least my family as a whole. Is that I think they're very good about being mad and then oh. going to finish it somewhere else. Now whether they're screaming in like bedrooms or when everybody's sleep. Um, I think I caught my uncle and my aunt doing it once when they thought everybody was asleep, but like. They just let that shit bubble, right? And, and I guess that was. But they would like hush scream then because everyone's sleeping, or like I don't know. The thing is, I just never. Knew. I knew like shit would be unresolved, and then like every now and then you would see someone spark up, and then it would calm down, and then it would be resolved. Like I don't. I just don't Kat, know what happened. Cat um, said that like she literally yeah. did when when they started making the. Um, the paper airplane she was like i did that like she that did specific thing specifically really that. Oh, yeah wow. she, I, and i was no. like wow that's such a crazy specific um uh, my mom and i didn't have my dad wasn't around but my mom had a boyfriend that she would fight with but it always happened at his place so if it ever happened i would like hear about it after the fact or like huh. she would come so home, you but not in front of you but never in front no yeah. See, that's the thing. I was like, I don't know if everybody. Uh, I, yeah, I, my parents definitely fought in front of me, but not, not to the extent that I've seen other parents, like friends' parents, fight. In, I think you know what it is. It's I like see. it's one thing for your parents to fight in front of you. It's another thing for your parents to fight in front of your friends. Yeah, that's like a that feels like another. <laughs> that's definitely like another. Level. Oh, <laughs> that's sure. like another level. Like, because like I was once like, outsiders are there involved, there's like a front you need to. The family feels like they need to keep up, but if it's just a family, at least my family, anything went. So uh, no, there's right. no hiding fights in front of me and my sister. Okay, <laughs> yeah, Same. no, I wasn't sure, but okay. See, uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know if I was in the Minari. Wow. I'm, I'm at least in the camp for sure. <laughs> wait, uh, wait. Are you just not going to do it right? Is that, right. Is that deeply upset? <laughs> you know, wait, time wait, out. I, no, I would, time out. No, and, and got what Bray I was saying. I was planned the whole time. Like, no, Bray set up the question. <laughs> what are you talking about? Bray set up the question. I just question wasn't of, sure. I wanted to know if other people were with me or if, or if I was in the Minari. You know damn well you're misusing this word. <laughs> I'm about to say, do you know what the word is? Like, I feel like. This might Wait, be disrespectful. Like, I don't know. Bray, Bray trying to pass. Like, I don't know like who a, could do uh, this. An old like southern grandma. Mine a minari. You know, no, I'm saying I, I no, I'm not trying to say minority. I'm I'm saying in the minari because it's no, because it it's something that it's something that everybody are you oh, in? Are you doesn't matter if you're a, doesn't matter if you're you poor, it, if you're rich. It, 
Wait, no, we just we almost helped you. Like literally, I thought you were actually gonna. No, you we tried, tried to help. No, me. you tried to say that I'm in I'm, the Menard. See, look, I'm Hold in the Menard. Am I in the Menard or am I in the Menard? No, are you in the actual <laughs> damn? Fifty-fifty. So I don't. Yeah, know. I'm so mad. <laughs> All right, maybe um, maybe we should start oh the show. God. Jonathan Raylock, James the Third, Drum Milligan. Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump In Hollywood. Hollywood City. Wonderful, wonderful Minari. I'm just not how they sang it. But, uh, wait, but did you make it into a soul song? Like, why is it? It's like Coming to America 2 meets. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> This coming to America version is. What happened was I couldn't remember the actual tune, so I was like, let me just go. <laughs> let me just go for a complete interpolation of how it went. Let you me know, just, like, this is, this is my own thing. Let me add soul you know. to it. It don't matter. It don't matter. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, for those of you who are tuning in for the first time, you need to know that uh, this voice that you're probably going to be agreeing with because I'm just going to be spouting opinions that just make a lot of sense. Uh, that, that, that voice is Jonathan Braylock. <laughs> you realize you couldn't get it out because that shit sounds so silly. <laughs> like, sounds, I mean, my God, the relatable voice and frustrated voice you're listening to right now is that of Gerard Milligan. And for those of you in the Minari who don't know who I am, <laughs> I'm James the Third. Why you sound like? Why you sound like the grandma from Nutty Professor? That's, <laughs> why, that's, why, why that's, that's who's saying it. That's the person. Who, <laughs> they say one word wrong all the time, and you, and nobody corrects. Bye bye. You got the yo. Dennis to the flower. But um, guys. Oh wait, hold on. We have a special. Okay, guest hold on, hold on. Hold in on. the Zoom studio today. <laughs> Those are drums. If you didn't know, don't describe my <laughs> drums. <laughs> Amory, you everyone, Hi. give it up. Thank you. Thanks thank for having me. me. Oh, Thanks I'm very excited. Coming. Yes, thank you so much uh, for coming on this podcast. Uh, Amory is an incredible comedian. We actually go way back to the way pit back. days. Mm-hmm. Slap fight. The sketch Slap team. Fight. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Uh, wow. That's, that's a deep cut. Wow. It's a deep cut. It's I a hope deep there are cut. people that are listening are like, oh shit, Slap Fight? Like, I was <laughs> dead. I remember that. I remember them niggas. Oh uh, man. <laughs> but uh, we are reviewing the film Minari today, which is up for. A bunch of Oscars. It is nominated for Best Picture, I believe. It is. It is. Um, right? I I don't know. I don't know. It, is. No- it, it better is. be. Okay, I don't know. If no, it is. Wait, so which are, one was it that it was like Golden best Globes, foreign film but not best film names. and then everyone went crazy? That okay. was the Golden Globes. That okay. was the Golden Globes. And we could talk they about that. They do that every year, don't they? Um, like they, they, they stay doing this until they have some weird... <laughs> like you have to... It, a certain amount of it has to be... Yeah. In English uh, or something? In English. Yeah. Yeah, and they right. That's got the a lot of shit. Rule, and they keep getting it. Because the Golden Globes don't care about minorities, <laughs> bruh. 
I mean, they don't. They don't care James about the Minaj. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. I love that you're running with my dick. Um, uh, Both of you guys should kill that joke. I can't help it. We are a film review podcast. We review films of leading black actors, uh, but occasionally we review films of uh, people of color in general. That's what the world is. That's what we want to do. People of color striving to get ahead. (laughs) All right. So that's what we talk about, damn it. I don't know why I got aggressive. I was just trying to back you up. Um, We have. Anne Marie on uh, to uh, uh, give us uh, some wonderful insight into her own kind of experience with this film. But let us just uh, say that this movie has a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, like I said, it is nominated for Best Picture. Uh, let me Steven, see how many nominees this this film has? So 98% it, is too low. What is the, the first um, <laughs> um, uh, Asian male actor for Best Actor, which is crazy because Oscar's been around for what, 93 years? Yeah. Like, <laughs> almost 100 years? Yeah, that's um, right. Okay, it's nominated for six Oscars. Yes, Steven Yeun is uh, nominated for Best uh, Lead Actor. It's also nominated for Best uh, Directing. Uh, Lee Isaac Chung, who also wrote the film. Uh, and he's also nominated for Best Original Screenplay. And then we also have Best Performance uh, by an Actress in a Supporting Role. Um, I'm not actually sure how to pronounce her name. Yahang Yoon. That yeah. was my. So that's the grandma, right? She was. Yep. Awesome. I can't wait to talk about this. I, I have great. I have my theories. Phenomenal. Yeah. And, and also best achievement oh, really? for score. Listen, I have my score. theory how they're going to oh, split right. the Oscars. I feel <laughs> like whatever. I think I think they're going to get best picture, and the director from um, No Man's Land she will get best director. That's why I think the split will go. Right. Um, yeah. The film is about. Um, a Korean family that has recently moved from California to Arkansas, basically for the dad's dream of kind of owning his own land and, and I guess owning a farm and being his own businessman. And it's just their struggles kind of getting accustomed to this new state that they're living in. The little son has uh, a health problem that we talk about. And eventually the grandma, um, comes to live with them as well. Um, yeah, that's a, it's it's uh it actually is I mean, a it's, very it's, American story. It's crazy. <laughs> like, it's Absolutely. Literally the most American story <laughs> there can be. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> uh yeah, initial thoughts. Do you want to start in? Sure. Um I will start very controversially. I admittedly I wasn't it <laughs> wasn't that high on my list of things to see. I wasn't that interested in seeing it. Like I wasn't right. not going to see it, but I was like, man, this of all things, like I saw No Man Land before. I saw a bunch of other things. Did and- you stay awake the whole time <laughs> during gonna- No Land? That's interesting that you saw No Land. That that was that No Land on your on high on your list of things to see. It wasn't until uh, she Chloe started winning all these awards, and the, it, and I it. love Frances McDormand, and, and and also everyone's talking about all the sweeping landscapes and beauty, which of right. course Minari has too. And I was like, okay. Let me see this. And yes, I have Hulu, uh, so it was easier for me to see. Um, and now oh, yeah, I have to wait true. to get my screener. So, um, And then you guys asked me for this podcast, and I was like, you know what? This is going to be the kick in the butt for me to see it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Like, I'm going to see it now that. because of this podcast. Thank you <laughs> we'll so much. So, um, and then I have two Korean-American friends separate who didn't really care for it. So I went and into it. And you knew that it. before you watched it? Yes. Okay. Yes. So also kind of in the, in the back of my mind, another reason being like, well, I'm not in a rush to see Minari. Right. So then I guess thinking about that, I have low expectations going into this film and I watched it and I freaking loved it. I think it's be so beautiful. And I, 
like you said, John, earlier, like yeah. um, childhood, there's so much evocation of childhood for me in it, even though I'm from like a suburb in, outside of New York City. So right. um, I think that was part of why I did wasn't interested in seeing it. I was like, this is not my story at all. And I'm not even necessarily looking for a movie to tell my specific story, but this, I don't know that I'm going to relate to, yada, yada. So, right. but it was, it was stunning, beautiful. I loved it. Yeah, that's so interesting. I, um, I can go next. I, I thought that here, I, we talked about this before, like Oscar film, like films that get nominated for Oscars usually know that they're going to be nominated for Oscars. And so that's kind of like a genre of movie in and of itself is like the Oscar bait films. And here's the thing. A lot of them usually are pretty good. Um, uh, but it's not a genre that I am always excited to see. So like, I guess I'm with you in that sense. Like I heard about it and I was like, yeah, I'm sure it's good. I, but I was in no rush to see it. Uh, I was also in no rush to see it. No, I still haven't seen Nomad's Land. <laughs> uh, Nomadland. Is that how you, I don't know. There's no, there's no, uh, possessiveness in there. It's just Nomadland, right? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the, this podcast is the reason that I've seen a lot of those movies this year. Um, but I'm glad of that because I also thought this movie was incredible and I don't know, sometimes I think it's just like, you have to be in the right mood to watch things. Like that's where it hits you in whatever way, for whatever reason, I was definitely in the right mood to watch this. I loved everything about it. I really thought the screenplay was very good. Like there was a couple of different lines that really stood out to me that I was like, this line makes 100% sense in this scene. And yet it is clearly talking about the theme of the film. <laughs> like, for instance, with the snake, when the grandma's like, no, 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 don't throw rocks at it. You don't want it to mm -hmm. hide. It's better when it's not hidden. It's better when it's out in the open. That way you can like deal with it. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. well, damn. <laughs> so good. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, All-knowing okay. grandma. <laughs> um, the grandma character was absolutely incredible uh mm -hmm. i didn't have a grandma like that but i loved yeah. her <laughs> um and i was like that's so funny like this uh, the, even the idea of like what a real grandma is i mean there was just so much stuff that even if it wasn't your exact experience it, it felt so relatable and i guess because it was just so human you know and yes this was a korean american family with a very specific story like clearly not all <laughs> Korean Americans grow up on a farm or like have this kind of, you know, experience, but everybody knows what it is to feel like an outsider. Like that one character who's, who is the farmhand help, helps them out. Like, I mean, that, that was such a great character. I don't know. I, I mean, I think I liked literally every part of this movie. I, I, I really have nothing bad to say about him. The acting was absolutely incredible overall. And I, I'll be honest, like I, I've seen all I've seen. I, I need to see Nomadland. I've seen a lot of the other films not nominated for I have to see Sound of Metal too. But I think this probably is my front runner for best picture. I don't like <laughs> I don't know. You know, I like the I like I like Trial of the Chicago 7. Finally saw a Promising Young Woman. I liked that movie too. But I think this I, I don't know. This would be the front runner for me. So anyway, that's me. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I'll just say really quickly, like I loved this movie. I thought it was fantastic. Um, I often have like hesitant 
since we're since we're talking about that specifically, I often have hesitance to see like um, you know like Oscar type films, and often uh, you know um, just don't want to feel things is <laughs> <as> the reason. <laughs> um, uh, and I I really felt connected to this and 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 loved the journey i thought the acting was was fantastic and also like loved the storytelling um across the board a lot of stuff like (laughs) shocked me about like that oh i didn't expect you know it to be like this but one one of the things that that threw me the most was when steve's like go get the stick (laughs) go and like pick out like a switch yeah. to get, to yeah. get hit right. and like I had to do I my mom wasn't wasn't really like that but but uh people in my family were yeah and so I I have had thing. to go and like pick out a, a, a stick and like I, I I don't know why it threw me so much but it was like oh I wasn't expecting to see uh, this I guess this. It, it it feels like a black it feels like a like an african-american totally yeah because like uh, my mom had a rod that she would use on me when i was very bad but i didn't have to go pick it like she had her rod that she (laughs) went to you know so but i have friends who were telling me that in their childhood they had to go out in the back and get their own stick and i was like oh see that's what's so cool because you know it is to me that's not even a black thing like if you grew up at least somewhere near the south i've seen white Mm -hmm. kids like I had to do it. It's like, that oh. was the beauty of the movie was like, this is rural America. Like, you right. know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> no, I did just that, that threw me. And then I loved, I, I absolutely loved that there, and I don't even know if this was intentional, but I loved that there was like the, the seemingly, lo- I mean, I know there was the friend of the son who we saw, but like the lone, like m- main white character was like kind of like a a mystical, like kind of babbling white guy, <laughs> which like it just felt like a reverse of the tropes that we see from Asian people. Right. 100%. Mm-hmm. And I loved that. And like he was like scary at first. Kat and I were like nervous. But then like after a while, mm-hmm. as it just became like, no, he just, he just, you know, he obviously has gone, he's a vet and like has gone through things and like mm. he now behaves a certain way. I just loved, it seemed like a, a spin on a trope. Loved that. Absolutely. The movie was great. I can't wait to go into it in more detail. Yeah, man, I'm piggybacking on all y'all. I thought it was great. I, I was nervous though. because I feel like every time we review a Korean film with subtitles, I don't like it. And I was like, I can't, i like, please don't let me have another movie I don't like with subtitles. I still get death threats from Not we, Like a Parasite. Old, <laughs> that was the only other one we reviewed. Oh, man. <laughs> I was, I said was every it? time. I was like, listen, what other Korean subtitles? Listen, films I got reviewed? so many, like, legit, like, DMs. For not liking People just upset. And I was like, I, st- I still don't like it. Um, but anyway, so this <laughs> movie, I was, like, very nervous getting into it. But honestly, I thought it was very cool because race is a part of it. But with their experiences... Their difficulty isn't about their race. It's about just their family and trying to live what they think is the American dream and keep the family together. Um, I thought that was so, so well done. Like, yeah, when they go to the all white church, you kind of see the difference between races. Like the white girl, can I speak Chinese to you or whatever the hell? And like, it's just saying racist (laughs) stuff. Um, I actually, I watched this with Rachel and she's a middle (laughs) child who kind of had to, had like she had a, a brother who um, lived with disability, and so I kept saying throughout the movie, "It's like I don't know the daughter, I don't know the daughter." And she's like, "Honestly, as a middle kid, you wouldn't 
Like when the mom sits on the floor and is like, I feel sorry for you because you have to you have to look out for the parents. You're looking out for your grandma and you've always looked out for your brother. Like we don't know who she is because a lot of times you wouldn't. <laughs> and so I thought that was very interesting. And also, I mean, this felt, I don't know, man, this felt so American. Like watching this movie, I kept thinking every time I go visit my parents in the South, I'm like, I just, I get so confused on why hatred is so deep. Because I'm like, when you go to some of these areas, it is like white farmers living down the street from a black farmer, living down the street from a Korean farmer. And it's like everyone is living the same kind of rural life with the same amount of money, living the same shit. But at the end of the day, people keep trying to like, ah, I'm still better than you. Even though I'm getting the same supplies you're getting, we're going through the same shit. We're still trying to find wa- Literally that stick and trying to find water. I remember growing up and my grandmother had chickens. And I remember she hired some dude who I thought was crazy who was just in her back farm area just with a stick. I'm like, how you finding water with a stick? It's so, I remember like, also, me and my grandmother did not get along. that's a real thing. Though. I know, it's I mean, super I knew real. it was a real thing it's from the movie, but the, the fact that, that you're saying so it's a real funny. thing is crazy. <laughs> Are you seeing it? And it's like, you just trust that the person, like you can get swindled, but also there are people who, whatever. And then him like fucking with his grandma and not liking her. I was like, I get this. Like, I, except for his grandma was so lovable. I was like, I wish I had this woman. Like, this yeah. is, like, at least if I'm a grandparent, I gotta be like this woman. Like, it's just gotta be. Um, uh, but yeah, I'm I'm 100% in on this movie. I agree. I think this is the front runner. Like, I do like um, Sound of Metal a lot, but I think all of the cast of this movie is so perfect and the story is so well done. I am very upset that Han, um, the actress who plays the mother, hasn't been getting the same amount of attention as everyone else. And I do want to talk about that. Because I think she was the person that my girlfriend and I argued about the most. Because I guess I related to Steven a lot in trying to, like, get things going. And, like, when he finally sold something, I was super excited. So when they had the argument, I was like, what's happening? My girlfriend got pissed that I didn't understand. (laughs) Why was she still mad? I was like, I get it. But, like, he finally, he sold the thing. Uh, (laughs) So I can't wait. I can't wait. That was a perfect Also, they been, sorry, nothing. He built suspense. Like, again, like James, I was scared when that white dude offered to help. I had no clue what the ha- was about to happen with this white guy at no point. And then when he's doing a farm and the, and the, and the guy's like, this is dead land. Like, I have tried to grow things on, um, quote unquote, dead land. I might, I've never seen someone do it. So the fact that, like, this character was able to do that is also an achievement. Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't wait. This is this is. Give it all the flowers, y'all. All the flowers. And Gerard, Ger- I'm with you too. With with um, Yeri, I'm not not saying her name correctly. If it's that's wrong, I'm sorry. But Yeri Han, when she throughout the whole movie, I was like, wow, she's incredible. Yeah, she really and is. I I was like, I can't believe. Like, I mean, yes, Steve, I love him. Like, yes exalt him but we don't have to only <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> well he i mean him look at this it, woman doing this <laughs> I, it's not, I it's not shocked. He, it's not like well i mean actually i guess it, i don't know i don't understand i have a theory the politics I get... of oscar nominations but i i feel like it's less about him and more about who the best actresses are you or best yeah. let's look at it yeah. Like they couldn't, yeah. it. Well, it's also one of those things. It's more about it's more the it's it's more the fact that they were they would be both considered probably supporting unless they push their for best actress in a leading role. Yeah. Um, but if they're both supporting, then they 
then movies are usually like, well, we got to pick one unless both people are famous. Um, right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, it's like one of those, it's one of those things. But um, I agree. Like she was absolutely I- incredible and had probably the harder part. She had a lot more layers to her character. And Stephen Young was like, I mean, like did an excellent job, but like his motivation was, the dude is full of pride. He wants to do this thing. He he realizes he's wrong, but he can't give it up. Like it's like kind of it's kind of it. Go ahead, Gerard. But I said now my theory is like watching watching her in this movie made me think about sometimes when we talk about like Amandala or or a black actress who plays I think a part that feels like what white people expect black people to act like. And in this movie she was very quiet at certain points, very stoic, but then like would have emotional parts. And for some reason, I'm like, I feel like when people see this type of acting from um, an Asian actress, they assume, just like they assume with a black woman, like, oh, this isn't her doing too much. It's like, this is what they do. And it's like, every time I watch this movie, I was like, she is doing so much work. Like there's the scene in um, like the, like later on when she, they go to the doctor from the moment they're in the car, from the moment she sees him come in with the produce in the doctor's room, to the moment they have that conversation uh, uh, in the hallway, to the moment they're at the car, like she is going through so many emotions and she is doing it with a very steady face. Like I feel like sometimes we watch American actors or like, you know, particularly like some white actors, she would have been in that hall room, I mean, hallway, ah, how did you do Like screaming, but like she still was still in pain. And I feel like that stuff doesn't get rewarded. And I don't think... I don't think people relate to that that well. I think like, again, just like when I watch like all these black actresses have these parts and it's like, oh, she's playing this. Black people do that thing. It's just, it sucks because I think she should have gotten a lot more credit than she did. I think this movie's really good. And it just, I feel like she's getting shortchanged. I, I really, really right. do. Would um, you have put her in supporting or leading? I mean, to me, like her... She isn't more of this movie to me than Steven is. <laughs> like, like, because Steven, I even said at one point, um, I'm surprised. What did I say? What did I say there? I was like, oh, he's not in it as much as I thought he was. And she's like, no, it's perfect because we get to see the boy, the grandmother, and then we get to deal with the mom. And I was like, true. But how they were bigging him up, I thought like the movie rested on his shoulders. Um, I think I would put her in supporting to give her a better chance of winning. But I do think she is a lead. I would have put her in leading. If it were me, but I'm, I always do this wrong, <laughs> but I would have put, I would have put her in leading so that, so that we can also nominate, uh, the grandma for, for supporting uh, yeah, and yeah. have them not be competing with each yeah. other, right. you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, right. But, and but so again, she- I, I always do this wrong. I know that it's better to just like try to set everybody up to just <laughs> take it and not, and not be worried about all of the like politics of it all. But yeah. They That's probably, what I would have done. I would have done leading for both of them and then and then supporting for the, for the grandma. They probably did then. Don't you think they probably did put her up for leading and then they just didn't. So the so what what wound up getting for the Oscars was Viola Davis for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Andrew Day for the United States First Billy Holiday, Vanessa Kirby for Pieces of a Woman, which I haven't seen. Francis oh, yeah, McDormand for Nomadland and then Carrie Mulligan for Promising Young Woman. Yeah. I get it. But it's <laughs> no, always, I mean, there's always going to be somebody snub, but you're right. I mean, she was great. Go ahead. I saw Pieces of a Woman, which honestly, Vanessa deserves it. Like, 
That opening okay. is rough. Uh, saw Promising Young Woman, which I like a lot. I do think, though, if Promising Young Woman starred a woman of color, that actress would not be nominated right now. I don't hmm. even think... I don't think if that movie starred or was written by a person of color, we'd be talking about it as much as we do right now. But I do think because it's by two very popular white women, I think, like, again, it is really good. But I'm like, if... if Let that movie would have been, like, by a Latina woman... All right, and it's like instead of Britney Spears, it's Daddy Yankee, a pit bull in the goddamn um, store they're singing to. No one's giving two shits. And hence, <laughs> if we need to have an example why no one cares, look at case in point, Michaela. Like, it's like, I don't think people would care if that was a woman of color. And so I do think she could have been nominated in this category, but I do think Honestly, Hollywood has I'd, a I'd also nominate Alan for supporting actor. The, the little boy? The little David. boy? Yeah, yes! Yes! He was Honestly. very good. He's he very was good. great. Yeah. Everybody yes. in this movie was good, to be honest. Everyone was really good. Yeah. It starts with them just <laughs> coming, <laughs> coming to... I don't know what this house is. <laughs> oh, my grandma had it's a trailer. I was like, it's, a, it's a trailer. It's on wheels, right? It's a, it's a trailer. So I, 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 it's, it's not usually on wheels. They're on, my grandma had one of these. It's on bricks, and it's usually on bricks um, to help with flooding. Um, this, right. this is so random. And so, but yeah, we still have her trailer, uh, which resembles this right. this place. <laughs> it looks yeah. like two trailers together. No, it's a, it, you can get them. It, it, it was is, just one, one long yeah, one. Yeah, I think people sometimes think of like trailers. They think of like the ones on RVs. wheels you can drive. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, you're right. When when that she got in the house it. and said, it just keeps getting worse. <laughs> <laughs> Even the opening is why I also think she should have been nominated for lead because... You're, the immediate viewpoint is like she sets the tone immediately being yeah, like what yeah. the like, F is this that we're yes. starting like what is our life now what yes. you know yes. and he you moves us, them from California, from California to the Ozarks <laughs> they went from <laughs> California Arkansas? to the Ozark and it's like why did you do this to this Wait, family can I also say that I've watched like six episodes of the Ozarks and uh, this this movie is the first time that I understood that Ozark was in Arkansas I didn't same. Know that. Same. Um, <laughs> that that isn't it place. also in Missouri, though? It is. Oh, is oh, it more okay. than one Ozark? Is it? This is crazy. I have no I clue. So I know I Jennifer Lawrence's movie. There's it's a, a region. Weird, yeah, it's, there's a weird point where a bunch of states meet, and I think the Ozarks kind of uh, geographically span a couple of states, I think. No, you're right. Um, Melissa comes in with the facts. Uh, it's a region, because I, I remember watching um, Winter's Bone with Jennifer got Lawrence, it, and that it. was in the Ozarks as, as well. Okay. Yeah, she's, they're looking at this place. The dad is all about it. And it it seems like everybody else is like, what is this? <laughs> like, it, yeah. it doesn't even have stairs. Like, he has to lift up the children to get into yeah. the Do they house. ever get stairs? I don't remember. I know, that's a really good question. <laughs> I, I don't remember do. either. I think they do. I think they do. At what point? The, at boy, what point the little boy, like, runs out of the house at yeah. one oh, point. Oh, right. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. At what point okay. the son goes where to put this and the mom goes don't worry we're like don't unpack we're anything not we're not staying <laughs> we're not staying I was like yo this is great yo, this is but great. also how did he purchase that without her even knowing like what it looked like like well I understand this was before the internet really yeah. right because this was set in like the 80s 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 yeah uh, I mean, but it's, still, it's like it's like there wasn't a picture. Like, <laughs> I mean, is, he had to have sold this to her because I mean, for man, I feel like I'm always defending him. Like he says at one point, you know, I was looking at chicken sex, sexing chickens mm -hmm. um, for ten years, so it seemed like Which, he saved up all that money. But yeah. also, 
I felt so bad at the beginning because she has every right to be mad because they would have more money, but he had to help out the rest of his family. And it's like, I relate to that to such an extent where I'm like, I have to save money for when my parents like need it. And it's like, she's like, I get you had to do it, but like, we, we don't have it now. Like we right. would not be suffering this much if you took care of this. She even says, which family to him, like in this opening, the first five minutes mm. are great. Yeah. Like she even says, which really family? Is. I was like, God, woof, woof, man. It's a, it's a rough one. Also um, like the way we, the way that it comes, this is just making me think of something that happens later. This is skipping pretty far ahead but the way that we learned that he's been siphoning water just from the oh house my god. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. my god the fact oh, that, that it's like funny. after the fact that we find out that he was doing he puts so much into this farm that scene when he goes and he removes the lit and it's it said county water yeah so right. i was like at first i thought he was like stealing that's what water i thought too that someone he was else. that's right yeah right yeah i that's thought he was thought stealing too. water from someone else and i was like oh this dude's about to get caught Right. But then, yeah, then we find out that he was <laughs> I knew just he was. taking their own water and then, like, couldn't pay for it because it's, like, so expensive to, like, right. water a farm with, like, your house bill water. <laughs> like that. I couldn't even imagine what those bills must be like. And it's crazy because when you have those tanks, uh, it's still your well on your property, but somehow the government makes you pay. So it's like when he was digging the hole himself, when he's like, don't. What, did he, what does he say? Uh, don't pay for what you can do yourself. Right. Like, he's like, he, we use our minds. We're going to just yeah. get this water ourselves. Yeah. Because the guy comes at the beginning to do it. The thing is, I don't think he is so smart. You know, like the thing is, he is so smart and crafty. This whole movie, like instead of hiring this water whisperer, whatever the hell they call him, he somehow figures out how to do it. Stin has to pay to get it infiltrated. And like everything he's doing throughout this whole process is something that is so hard to do as a farmer. And I'm like, I was scared. I didn't think anything was going to grow at one point. I thought like racists were going to come and oh, like 100%. mess up the farm at one point. Like, I just didn't know. That's so bad. That these Like this family is just trying to exist. But because of America, we're all like, when are the white people going to do something to really mess with this family? Literally, <laughs> when the white helper comes, like you, oh. I was just 100% like, this is set up for like major racism, like hardcore, like, oh God, I'm buckling up. Like, this is going to be bad. And then it's not. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. oh. Yeah. Even when he was like, I was in Korea, I was like, oh no. Oh no. Not good. I don't know. I was coming, but not good. <laughs> I knew that was coming though. But when he was like, when he was like, "No, these are Korean fruits," I was like, "This dude fought in Korea." <laughs> I was like, "I already knew." I was like, "This dude definitely fought in Korea." Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's very clear up top that they, they that the wife doesn't want to be here. He's the, the other thing too is that she he she goes. Um, so it's not a garden; it's a farm. Which I was like, wait, yeah. did he not tell her? His and he says, he says, garden farm is the farm, same thing. It's the same thing. Right. It's like, no, it, no, no, it it's is not, certainly bro. not. No, it's not. Uh, a farm is very different than a garden. <laughs> it is a lot bigger. Yes, and a, requires a lot more work. <laughs> it's insane that he literally was going to run his own farm with just himself and one hired worker. That's, that the I, worker had to beg him to take him on. Like, yeah, he was like, so going what was he to take him do? on? Because he's going to do it all yourself? himself. Yeah. And he still and has I, another job. Yeah. Sexing so, chickens. Sexing the chickens. I identify with this part of him a lot. Sexing chickens. He was just like, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the sexing chickens. Because I've had, I've had to do that. 
And you can't tell. It's tough to tell. You gotta James, dip them. Stop this. You gotta, <laughs> stop this. You gotta look at their butts real good. <laughs> no, but that he he poured his whole self into like this one idea. He put everything into this, but everything. like was gonna do it all by himself for sincerely no reason. Like he just didn't even he didn't even want to open. I mean, yes, he probably he wouldn't be. A, it's hard to afford hands and et cetera, et cetera. Yes. But like he also was just like, this is my responsibility. I have to do this. When he says to his wife, like, and if it doesn't work, y'all can just leave me. <laughs> like, yeah, was like, that was intense. That felt so real. But like he just, he, you know, and it's like, don't say that to your wife. She don't want to hear that. She want to be with you. <laughs> she want, she want y'all to be together and you to be living for each other. Not, not this. I have to save everybody's nonsense. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Also, what I loved in the opening, and it's gonna, it's gonna then jump to the end, is that uh, if you remember, he goes, "Hey guys, we're here for the like for the first night. Let's all sleep together as a family on the floor." Mm-hmm. And they don't do it till the end, which I thought yeah. was a very wonderful, brilliant callback. Mm-hmm. But also a tiny little thing that I'll probably get crucified because my Korean is not very good. The little boy goes, "I don't want to." Is the translation in the sub in the subtitle? But what the little boy says in Korean is, "I hate that idea." I. <laughs> I hate it. And they actually say it a few times in the movie, but it never translates in the subtitles, which I find fascinating. Yeah. So um, I thought that, but I love the idea that he was like, let's sleep on the floor as a family together at first night and like, no one wants to do it. And then they don't do it till the very end. Yo, the boy said, I hate that idea. And then when his grandma showed up, shat on his grandma the whole, <laughs> the whole movie. Dog. That is so, that, that, the the amount of sass that this little this boy, little boy. dude i mean but also it's it's interesting because steven's character goes to he says throughout this movie in different ways like um we came to america to like to discover each other or something with each other he says to the to wife to save each other to save each other yeah, right. and i'm like to me like that was like a, a big theme in the whole movie until he kind of gets lost on his way and i will say as a dude who often gets lost it took me a while to understand where the confusion happened. Because I was like, at the end of the day, I was like, my man did it. He not getting the support he needs. He's not getting the support he needs. I mean, it happened. Well, here's here's my, here's my, here, I know what you're talking about. And the, the, the thing is, and maybe this is also because we didn't fully understand what the wife wanted outside of the family. Like, it, it seemed like her intentions were very pure, which, great. Um, but also, there's probably something a little bit there missing. Like, Every human being wants something, right? A little bit more than just like whatever the status quo is. I, she wanted to go back to California. She was like, I was happy in California. Yeah. And it was like, it was, and he wanted to go here because he had this dream. He, he wanted to own something. He didn't want to just be working at this job. Like he kept mm-hmm. saying that. And she couldn't work in California. You know mm-hmm. what I mean, and and then and then she they she could work here. At least that's what she said. I, yeah, because when, she was too slow for California, she was too but, slow. but fast enough for Arkansas. That's right. right. Yeah, right, right. So I didn't know if she had a job or not in California. You know what I mean? Um, and so that was like the one. It does seem like he's just doing this dream that he's all in for, and she doesn't really care about like at all. Like she doesn't really care about owning her own land, and she doesn't care about like making more money necessarily outside of like just providing for what they need. So I I didn't know exactly what, what she would have cared for or if she wasn't, wasn't listening to the fact that he didn't want to work the job that he was working and he had to for them. 
you know? So there is some sort of compromise that has to be made there. You know what I mean? Like if he's providing for the family money-wise through work and he hates his job, like, well, that's not good for the family either. It's not good for him to like hate the place that he works because he's going to be miserable and bring that home. But also it just felt like he took them here and like used his kind of male privilege and patriarchal powers to like bring them to a place that he had no <laughs> intention of sharing any m- many of the any of the details of what was happening until they got there and was kind of like just let me do this and stop talking <laughs> yeah it seemed like he did it on his own not even yeah. discussing it i mean the fact that she didn't know it was a goddamn farm is insane <laughs> like <laughs> like Arkan- from california to arkansas and like your family does not know arkansas how- you're there? Like, that's insane. Man, like, she even says that. I'm so mad if my dad moved our family from New York to Arkansas. <laughs> there was also the added sting of, like, of like when he once he tried to sell the produce that he Ugh. that he grew, everybody got their produce from California anyway. <laughs> like, it was almost like he that was moved funny. here. And they were like, yeah, no, California. That's where we get our... That's and it makes no yeah. sense. Because it was closer... He was literally three hours away. Like, it it should have been cheaper for everybody. Uh, but wait, before we even get that far, um, back towards the beginning a little bit. Like, it was interesting because, again, at the beginning in this first scene, we, we, we see the mom, we realize the son has a, a heart murmur. And so I thought, honestly, I was expecting, like, my girl. I was like, man, if this little boy dies in this movie, I'm done. I'm done. Like, I'm not finishing it. I'm done. Like, I want no parts. A- Another great line he says, I'm going to live in this house until I die, which yes, the, in, the in month, like the uh, first or second scene. And you're just like, okay, well, whew, get ready uh, for that. What is Yo, that? I was That's like, true. that was, that was a, that was a trick foreshadowing for yeah. sure. Yeah. It was, I like, was like, uh, JK. JK. <laughs> Dick, he was too cute, man. And he was an asshole. I was like, I was ready to hate this little boy because he was such an asshole to everybody. <laughs> like he never... Stop being an asshole. That's the beauty He's of this just the truth. <laughs> like, even towards the end, like, he does help grandma at the end, but he's still like an asshole. Yo, even grandma, when she's on the bed. Taste like? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but when she like oh, when she's back funny. from the hospital and is on the bed, he still goes, I hate you. Like he he still blames her for everything. Like, no matter what. Anyway, we can um yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry, we're a, jumping around. He's a, a four-year-old kid. Drive. I know. I know. It, but it's funny because when they first, when um, the dad and mom first go into the chicken factory, I thought, I thought he was Which, like going to be the new boss or something like that. The way the guy was introducing him, I was like, oh, cool. He's, he's got just, this random job. Uh, another he, worker. Yeah, yeah. When he was just another worker, but like the legendary fast worker, I was like, oh no, this is sad. Because my mom, my mom and my aunts, my mom is like seventy-five. Don't tell her I told you. And my aunts are like 78, 79. They grew up in the South and they grew up picking cotton. Like they grew up um, picking cotton. A lot of their elders pick cotton. So I can't, it's hard for me to imagine how that must feel to be an adult providing for your family doing like that kind of manual labor. You know, like that feels different than, you know, working like even on a car plant, but like to physically have to pick and like look at something that feels mundane day in and day out. That had to eat away at both of them. Like I, I get the dad. I'm sorry. Like I yeah. get him, man. It's just like that. Oh, speaking of Ugh. lines that stood out when they're working at the factory and the kids are there because like they don't have anybody to watch their kids, and then the boy's like bored 
And so the dad's like, oh, I can take a break. Let's go outside. And they're outside and he looks up. There's black smoke coming from like a chip, like this huge smokestack. And he's like, what's that? And he's like, yeah, the that's where they discard the males. And he's like, what does discard mean? <laughs> and he goes, yeah. Oh, well, the males don't taste very good and they can't lay eggs. So they don't really have any use. We got to make sure we have use. And I was like, oh, Oh my God. (laughs) Like what a, like it just plainly stating the culture of like, you know, capitalism in America of just like, Mm -hmm. if you don't have use, we will discard you. Yeah, for sure. So make sure you have some use or you are going to be thrown into a fire. (laughs) See, I think that's the beauty of the film, but also the frustration I feel like I have with this movie as well, is I feel like this movie is so relatable just to the baseline American life. But the mere fact that, like, even a lot of buzz about it right now, even though it's, you know, being nominated for so many things, it's being nominated as this, like, for me, it feels like a other type of story where I've seen so many movies about white people from this place coming to America, immigrating to America, and trying to have this American dream. And like it's an American dream movie. Whereas like now in this movie, they're like, ah, that's that's a foreign film. It's not, that's not really us. You know, even though the guy who wrote it is American, the lead is American, the production company is American, and we are literally talking about how a family is trying to succeed here in America. And all of us are like, we can relate to this movie. And it's it's just it just makes me frustrated because it's like it almost feels like if you're a person of color your origin story here in America will always be other and not yeah. American. Yeah. Kat and I also were, we were like, we were like, oh, the mom's coming. When the mom was coming, we were both like, she's going to hate everything too. Like we, we, were same, like, same. we were ready for her to like come in and like be like, I hate everything. They also like, said that when the grandma comes, they always fight. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, right. is grandma like hate the dad? Like, yeah, same, same. Yeah. yeah. But it was and a it felt like that even <laughs> yeah. and that, that felt like we're going to go against your expectations for for mm-hmm. for a a Korean mother <laughs> coming into mm-hmm. this movie, you know, who a, a, a movie that already has been steeped in like the judgments people <laughs> have for mm-hmm. each other, you know, oh, that was great. And she was so yeah. loving immediately. Like yeah. when she like when she immediately shows up, she's super loving. And it's funny because who sets up? that the grandmother may be a problem is David, the little boy. And so we see the mom interact with the grandma, but then we also see David interact with her immediately. And the grandma keeps trying to give him gifts, but he doesn't want anything. And then she does a thing that I don't know if any of your grandparents or any elders have done this to you guys. Like people would always bite stuff for me as a kid. Like I didn't have teeth and like hand me the thing. I'm like, bro, like it was just in your mouth. It was, I don't want this. And like looking at David have this experience. I was like, yes, yes, brother. Like this is nasty. Don't, I also don't you bird me. Nasty. Don't you bird yeah. feed me. Don't you I also was scared feed. of my grandparents when I was a kid. I was going to say, oh, I related to that hard. I was very scared of my weird elders that I didn't really know. Like, and th- they make it clear in the movie that David's the only one who's never met the grandma yet. Yeah. So he was like clearly like very rooted out by her, yeah. which I could relate to because I was very rooted out by my elders that I didn't know very well, for sure. Yeah. He kept same. saying she wasn't a real grandma. Like, I think he, I, I'm confused. I think I missed what he said a real grandma was supposed to be. I just remember baked he kept cookies. saying she wasn't one. Yeah, baked cookies. A real yes. grandma, baked cookies, doesn't curse, and uh, 
doesn't wear men's underwear. Right. <laughs> Wait, doesn't wear men's underwear? Yeah. Yeah. That's hilarious. Also, I mean, love that she like uh, watched wrestling. I was like, this grandma oh, is awesome. So was, she, she watched wrestling, and then the second they were playing cards, she was like cursing the whole time. She's like, in like, your face, in it. your face. You little face. bastard. Also, before they played cards, the line was, because she's like, can you can you cook? And she said, no, I can't cook. And he was like, can you bake cookies? And she was like, can you bake cookies? <laughs> and, then, and then he was like, what can you do? And she was like, oh. And then they play cards. Yeah. And I was like, what she could do is play this like gambling card game. <laughs> and hustle everybody. And they have this recurring joke, which I somehow, I don't know why I recognized it, but Rachel didn't at first. And then she was like, how come you didn't tell me? When they kept saying, um, um, the daughter comes in and pours a glass of Mountain Dew. And she describes like, yeah, this is this mountain water that water says, from the really, mountain. <laughs> water from the mountain that makes like it's supposed to be really good for you. And I was like, oh, what is it? And then you get like a quick shot at a Mountain Dew glass. And so the grandma throughout the rest of the movie keeps trying to drink Mountain Dew. <laughs> I was like, this is so random, but so is that specific. a lie that they told that kid? Like, who <laughs> told to that kid that? <laughs> <laughs> Like I sort like, of related no. to it in that I didn't think it was like water from a mountain, but like when I was growing up, we were all like, okay, Coke's bad for you because it's caffeinated. But like for some reason, Mountain Dew wasn't bad. And then like <laughs> I quickly learned in the high school that it's very bad. It's worse it's, than Coke. It's the worst I mean, one for you. It's, it's the worst one. The but worst. I didn't, so my funny. family didn't know that. So like I you was allowed was to drink good. it. So yeah, same I here. Yeah. Because the commercials, like, at least we were growing up, the commercials were so awesome. It was like people on fucking mountains. Like, it was all X game type shit. And they yeah, were like, the skateboards right. and stuff. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, what it, you know, it, it's, I mean, one, it's called Mountain Dew. So she could just have <laughs> just thought it was, yeah, mountain water. It is mountain water. But then, isn't that how, I thought that was like how it was marketed. Like, oh, was it? I don't, I don't, let me look. Yeah, I'm isn't that how it was? I don't know. That, must have been where they got, that makes sense. That's where they got the idea then. I just know that Tessa has made fun of me for uh, the fact that when we first met, I felt like Chipotle was healthy. Um, I did too. Wait, is it not? Is it not? I, I, yeah, right? It still is, right? Um, and, I, and, also, and also when I was growing up, like corn was healthy. Like it was like mm. corn yeah. is a vegetable. Yeah. And now I'm like, wait... <laughs> Corn isn't that healthy. For yeah. It does nothing. It does nothing. But it, I was like, I was being swindled this whole time. Totally. <laughs> Out here eating corn and mashed potatoes, thinking I was eating my vegetables for the night, and it was just two different starches. <laughs> <laughs> That's messed Ooh. up. Um, oh, man, this is but, great. Yeah. Mind. Yeah. The, gra- the grandma was incredible. She, um, and then she like takes them out to the woods at some point. And this is where we hear learned about Minari and uh, how it's um, a plant that is like a celery, I guess. Yeah, the, uh, I, I, the American translation is water celery. I actually yeah. have never heard of it before, but I guess you just, ch- it's like a seasoning, right? You chop it up and you put it and you in can, soup. She says and, you put it in kimchi, right? I think Kimchi and a lot of stews. Um, it's okay. not something that is like a pre- prevalent vegetable that you eat on its own, but yeah, you put it in a lot of things for flavoring. I thought it Got was cool. It, yeah. you about to say I break? had to look it up because I was like, I don't know what it is. <laughs> no, just that she, yeah, just that she said something about the fact that like it's easy to plant. And uh, it grows rapid, right? It, it grows rapidly. Itself. Yeah. So mm. like everybody uses it. If you're poor or if you're rich, everybody like everybody has access to Minari. Right. I thought what was so cool too, even about this sequence, is I think this is the first time 
we see the grandmother treat David like a kid. So I think at this point, the mom, dad, and sister all kind of shelter him. It's like, because they're in fear of his heart um, murmur. But like right, the grandmother, that's why they kept, said, don't run. Don't run, don't I, run, don't I run. I didn't connect it. I didn't mm-hmm. connect it. I thought it was just, because, you know, parents will always tell children, like, don't run just like, because like, it's dangerous, but it was mm-hmm. actually because this kid's heart, heart right. Yeah. yeah. And so like this point, like the daughter's like, I'm not going down there. Don't go down there. And then like, he's, I'm going. And he hops down like in the woods by the water with the grandma. And then you kind of see these, the sequences of like, you know, when they bring back the water at one point, like he's doing physical things, which I thought was like um, very cool. Cause I think you always forget that like, if you're dealing or living with somebody with a disability, like sometimes they just want to try it. You know what I mean? I feel like we all, sometimes if you're able-bodied, overprotect and it's like, yo, you can just let them do it. Like he, she even says he's stronger than such and such when he was his age. Totally. And he's, like, and he's now like, you know. Well, and then yeah. jumping forward, you learn that his heart is getting better. Yeah, so right, she actually exactly. gave him the opportunity to try and get stronger mm-hmm. and it was working, right? Mm-hmm. So Wait, can I ask a question? When When they go to... Man, I was scared, man. This is so crazy. When they go to the church, because I think at one point, oh, the man, we was like, how come church? How come they don't have a Korean church? And then she says, um, a lot of a lot of the Koreans who flee the cities, basically, like at the end of the day, like <laughs> flee the church as well. So they go to this white church. Man, my parents made me do this once. Like when you go to like a church, we went to my grandmother's church and it was like a kind of a white church, and they make you stand up and you like the token black family there. Oof. And it's so awkward. And then like no, and, wait, did they not make people be, stand up in your church, Jura? To be they fair, did, but I went to an all-black church. So to me, it's right. we went to the South and it was like we were the right. northerners visiting in the in the white church. It was almost like this was so relatable. Everyone tried to like be welcoming, but almost welcoming based on stereotypes. So like yeah. the kids would ask me about like hip hop. Like you play bat like you've been in New York, you play basketball in New York. It was like, I just remember that feeling of like, no, man, I fucking read comics and watch Batman. Like don't talk <laughs> to me. I was like, I was just. Uh, but what were you about to say, Bray? Sorry. <laughs> well, I was going to say, was, were these kids, first of all, were these kids asking you that? or or It was the kids. It, like, I, yeah, I really yeah, only exactly, dealt with the kids. Yeah. I, I really only dealt with the kids. Right. I don't know what my parents' um, experience. And I was going to say that, you know, it is this typical thing in churches uh, to welcome, you know, guests, right? Like, there are, I went to a church that at some times would be like, if you're new, like, please stand. And then, like, we'll give you a round of applause, you know. But it's so awkward when Ugh. it's such a small church. And, like, you're clearly new because you're the only <laughs> Korean people in this church. And they, like, literally, like, all just are staring at them. Like, if you're new, please stand. And they, everyone just is, like, turning towards them. I was like, oh, man, this is, this is awful. And then this little girl... Go, oh my god this little girl being like can i say some words oh and then oh my god. you tell me if i've said something in korean and at first i was like what is she saying oh and i then knew she was just like, i was like it's bad uh, i think she said something like chimichanga at one point like uh, chimichanga <laughs> i think she literally was, went ching chong ding dong chimichanga yeah, i mean it was just yeah, all she did. the offensive that's what she did ching chong like, oh. ding dong chimichanga chu i was like Oh my god! <laughs> and then, but the sister literally was just like standing there just. and taking it. And then at one point was like, "Oh, that you kind of said that word, yeah, accidentally." And, yeah, and that's her face the whole time. It's just like, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, there you yeah. go, yeah, you did it. Oh, and she's like, "Oh, that's awesome!" <laughs> it's like, what is awesome about that? 
The little white boy says, why is your face flat? Yeah. Uh, that's what he, that's his opening line. And then David goes, it's not. Like, I was like, what? I, yeah. I understand Do you remember like, experiencing oh, this subtle, this not so subtle racism <laughs> as a kid? God did you grow up man. in a white, a white, uh, like a white suburb? Yeah. Yeah. I did, but we we had yeah. a Korean church, so and it was a very oh, typical yeah, Korean. Korean church. So like mm. I, uh, I mean, I won't say luckily because believe me, there are a lot of funny, awkward quirks about a Korean church. Let me tell you, but um, I didn't have the uh, the the being the out foreigner outsiders of a white church myself. Right. Um, right. But like, I found those. I mean, I found that scene very necessary, and I love the point of it, and I love ex- and it very quickly and very uh, succinctly was like, the little girl's going to be racist say all these Ching Chong stuff. The boy's going to be like, why is your face flat? Even the two women to the mom is like, you're so cute. Like, oh my uh, God, I just can't. You're so cute. I also, face value found it a little farcical and forced just to be like, we need to get out these three very blatant racist things that are happening to them. But I do get the point of it too. I just wanted to say mm. that I, I, it took me out a little bit because I'm like, okay, like I can, as, as opposed to just, being on the journey, I was like, I see the point of this scene. Um, but I also see the point of the scene, so. Right. Well, I think it was like, it felt like, for me, yeah. it felt like they had they had to, they wanted to compact that all in one yeah. scene and yeah. it not be some recurring thing. Totally. But it would feel false if they never showed that. Because it's 100%. like, I'm sorry, like if you're a Korean family in Arkansas, like, you're gonna have experienced racism at some point. Like, totally. there's no way you didn't, right? Totally. So, like, it was just like this little, this kind of. But what I did like, I will say, is that the fact that that little boy who was like, "Why is your f- face flat?" and then the kid is like, "It's not," and then he was like, "Okay, all right, okay, yeah. what's your name?" Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, and followed and him that around. Was that, and then the kid, and then he wanted to be friends, and I was like, "See, that's children, right?" Because children, it's like one. We are we are different in terms of physical appearance, right? Every like people have different physical appearances. And for children, when they are seeing something new, they always ask questions because they're curious. They're like, wait, why is this not like that? I'm used to this. This right. is a new thing. So it's like, why why do you look like that? And then the kid just going, I look normal. That's what children do. They go, Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, moving <laughs> okay, on. Great. Yeah. Uh, moving on. Right. And then that's that. You know what I mean? It's the it's society that then puts something else on top of on top of the differences or makes meaning out of the differences. Like the, the you know. This just reminded me what you're talking about reminded me of the kid that cat babysits for was making a once upon a time when the world was open was making a <laughs> we avatar of me. <laughs> he was making and like did the whole thing. There was like a standard, whatever the standard skin tone was that was there. It might have been like a a peach or something, whatever the like default is. I mean, was was there. But he does. He did my hair. He did my glasses. He did everything. And then he was like done, but like never changed <laughs> skin, like never changed it. And his parents were like, do you want to? <laughs> is there anything else? You want? <laughs> He's like, what do you see? Like, look at James and then look at the oh. <laughs> like he, he literally never it never it never crossed his mind. Right, because he was actually colorblind. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. No, that's great. That's freaking I'm, awesome. I love oh that kid man. immediately. No, that's Points awesome. That kid. That's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, I could totally relate to that girl when she's being spat at all this like racist. Because if that were me, 
that's what I would have done. Like, I just would have sat there and like, because you don't want to be rude. You're right. You don't want to be Ugh, mean. You don't want to be rude. That sucks. <laughs> but you're also like rolling your eyes. And, you like, don't want to you know, be rude to the racist. Like, yes. I know. God forbid. Because, But that would have, oh, I re- that resonated because like that would have been me as a child, hardcore. And I'd be like, oh, right. okay. I'm going to try like that. And then of course the girl's like super proud. The white girl's super proud of herself. You're just like, look, probably ran home to her mom. Look, I know, I know Korean words. I know Korean now. I totally know Korean now. I did love the grandmother. Yo, this is, yo, man, this grandma was too real. My grandmother used to do this. Like the dude, she was clocking the dude. This is the second time going back. He's so fat. (laughs) (laughs) That was funny. That was so funny. She Yo. also like it's funny. You call her you you're like she's so sweet, but she was throwing digs like left and right. She told little David that he had a broken penis. <laughs> yeah. He was like, it's not a penis, it's a dig. <laughs> <laughs> That was you know, and how she, and took, then, she took the money out of the tithing place. Yeah, like, she, oh. yeah, she took the money. And then, oh, right. And there was another part where she's like, oh, you pretty boy. And he was like, I'm not pretty. I'm good looking. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but also, when David first oh, meets his God, friend, I, was... I thought this part, this part made me laugh so much. When, like, uh, they're still at church and the white boy is like, you know, ask him, can you come over? He's like, can I come over? And she's like, why not? And, and grandma goes, Broken penis. That's the only word she says in English. <laughs> broken penis. Oh yeah, broken. Broken penis. Bit, yeah. I was like, why yeah, is yeah. that? Why she say it in front of the? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like she, she's I understood. On David I understood why. Yeah, D- David. David had a nah man. She had a reason to nah, have man. some beef. Wait, I was wondering, like, why? I know it was only one bed, but I was like, at first. Was it the grandma's choice to sleep on the floor or was it because there wasn't no bed? I didn't know if like they would have made David sleep on the floor and gave grandma the bed because she was on the floor until mm-hmm. she got sick, right? I'll yeah. bet grandma was like, I love sleeping on the floor. It's fun. She called everything that was crazy that they had to do fun. <laughs> like, well, so, so for for me, I, I I found it funny that like David was the only one who didn't want this grandma to come. And of course, they're like, well, we're putting her in your room. Yes. And he's like, why? And then they're, they're like, there's no argument. You're, she's going in your room. Um, but elderly Koreans enjoy, like you don't, there aren't, back in the day that they didn't have beds or no mm. mattresses. Like you had things called like the dummies, which are like kind of like thicker blankets mm-hmm. and you just put them on the floor and, and that's what you slept on. Mm. And like that bamboo pillow thing really took me back to, cause it's a very Korean, it's really hard and really freaking uncomfortable, but that's what they all use. Mm. And um, so I assume oh, that wow. that's like what she knows uh, and what she uses. So that's why she did that. I thought it was, I was like, I was like, I'm pretty sure she's choosing to sleep on the floor. Um, yeah. 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 I thought so. Yeah. Oh, I did, really quickly, I did want to say it wasn't a thing in the movie, but it struck an extra chord with me when David runs to his mom being like, hey, can I have his, this my new white friend? He wants to like, he's inviting me over to a sleepover. Can I do a sleepover? The mom's like, what? It resonated to me because growing up, I don't know about you guys, but sleepovers were a very white American thing. And to Koreans, let alone any other like immigrant friends that I had, like, why would you go sleep at a stranger's house? It's like such a crazy concept <laughs> yeah. to anyone who's not a white American. So, and I remember just having like crazy, like it was a big deal for me because I really wanted to. And my mom was like, absolutely, that's insane. Like, why would I let you sleep at a stranger's house? Like where your family, like you come home. So, I mean, it wasn't a thing in the movie, but I just remember him running over oh. being like, sleepover. And the mom's like, no, like, yeah. absolutely not. Right. They also no, just that, met that yeah. kid. I mean, that just the sleepover was going to use it to me, but... That's the third thing you you gonna say to me is sleep over at my house. 
That's I don't know weird. Oh, but Bray, what about the dude? What you want to talk about? What, 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 uh, what's that actor's well, name? Yeah, yeah, I just loved this character. Will Patton, um, that's his name. Uh, and, yeah. Oh, wait. What's the... Oh, Will, Will Patton, Patton. That's the I actor. know him from... Cat and I couldn't yeah, get over how we... we would swear if with without looking, you know, we would swear that every movie Will Patton has been in, he's had to wear a three-piece suit. Like he's always been fully buttoned up. He's been some kind of government official. So we thought that this was such a departure. I don't well, know how true. I remember that him is, in Gone to Sixty just Seconds. Felt like he was a crook. He was he was like the crook in that. Um, the one who was still the one okay. in charge who got Nicholas Cage. Why am I talking about Gone in 60 Seconds? Braylock, as you were. <laughs> he, was also, he was also in Armageddon. Anyway, he's been in a lot of movies. Uh, yeah, but no, sorry, I mean, I, first of all, I thought he did a great job. Like, this Definitely. was a great, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> role. And it was just so, f- and I mean, to James's point earlier, it was so fun to see this type of role reversal because it was like, it was like, yeah, this is the kooky American, like, you know, like, religious man who, like, clearly has all these demons like uh, from his past mm-hmm. probably from the war if not something else after even too he needs a job like he doesn't he's clearly very poor and he's very desperate for a job but he also like you're like oh this dude has like a kind heart like he's not he's kind of like he feels harmless especially the more you got to know him but he's also like you're you're kind of creeped out by him because he's he's a, a weirdo like and yeah. it's like <laughs> you know but it's funny because it's coming from this point of view like there it's coming from their point of view and i think that you will have like he's just the weird white guy right like i just loved this character and like what he brought to the oh, movie i, did too. I totally agree so i love that like you're set the the scene is set up to be like oh god here comes this the natural racism scene that you're gonna get and then just to James's point, it's a total role reversal. In general, I love that like the white people were the ones that were the weird ones in yeah. this movie overall, which is phenomenal. Because like, John, like you said, like in general, the one-off Korean immigrant family in Arkansas, they're going to be the weird ones. Like that's right. what it's going to be. But that's not what we, that's not what was shown to us, which I love because it's through right. their own lens. And I also love, like you said, like he's this crazy, kooky, weird, like exorcist guy, but he has he's so well-intentioned he genuinely cares about them later when they invite him over to dinner and she's the mom's like you're our first guest and he's like happily eating the food he's like don't take the kimchi away from me when like all koreans always assume that white people can't handle the kimchi like take it like we don't want to offend you and he's like no Mm -hmm. i like it like it's so great also i thought it was something so interesting where like when i was growing up i used to go to this church and like i always used to think like um like the pastor's kids and like the the deacon's kids were always like to me the rudest people to other folks and like oh, yeah. watching watching um him do his sunday as he says his church when he's walking down the street um, um with the cross and later on in the movie literally carrying his cross yeah and that's something like i remember like we used to have this person in our church who who always caught the holy ghost you know that that, that was that was her thing and it, it it would take her a minute to get out of it. You know what I mean? So she may come off as a little a little kooky, a little crazy. Like it would it would take her a minute. Like sometimes even after church, there would be people around her, like coming her down outside. You know what I mean? And like the kids would make fun of her. And when you see the bus go by, when you see the bus go by, on the white kids, the white the kids are like giving him the finger on the bus. Yeah. And then like these are like these these are the church kids making fun of this dude. And I thought about the first time that. 
um, Stephen and his family saw him. Like, again, Stephen isn't super religious, but the reaction that his family gives is drastically different. Even at one point, the grandma, <laughs> the grandma goes like, look at his muscles or something like that. Like, com- <laughs> like compliments the dude. And I'm like, that is something also I thought that was so minute, so short of a scene and moment. But I'm like, that is something that I can completely relate to. I mean, even my aunts and them do it right now. Like they, like they still judge people so fucking quick. And it's like, yo, what the hell? And like, you saw it in that movie and it's like, ah, yes. Um, but yes. anyway, cause he was so nice. Like right. he did seem crazy. I thought at one point, if he didn't get this job, he was going to like condemn them when he was giving Steven tips on, um, how to separate how to plant. How to plant. I yeah. was like, yo, is he going to be wrong? Like, is Steve? Yeah. Like, oh, I told him. I, I, I was like, too. please, man. 100%. He had to trust them. A lot of this movie is about trust too, because yes. And I was kind of trying to think about. I was trying to think about this, like, because I think it's really easy for mostly women to look at Steve Young's character and be like, "This dude sucks," and he he does, right? So <laughs> you're not not wrong in that sense. Um, but I was like, "What is it about like?" And this is ge- and generally speaking, of course. But what is it about men that they get so fixated? They can get so fixated on this thing and like basically do what the the huge kind of conflict is comes to, which is he essentially chooses his work over, over his over family, his family. Yeah. right? And it's like he was like, "Well, I have to do this thing," and like the whole thing you could see, like he doesn't he doesn't want to he doesn't want to pay this guy for the well. He doesn't want to pay he he barely wanted the farm hand. He kind of allowed it just because mm-hmm. the guy like. Yeah, had been to Korea and had him, some yeah. like old Korean war money. <laughs> and pretty and much so, begged him. He was pretty right, much like, please. And, you know, he's like, he's very distrusting of like, of basically every everybody I- I- in the movie. And it's like, right, when you have a thing, when you feel like there's so much pressure and responsibility on you, you feel like anything mm-hmm. that happens that might screw that up uh, is still going to be your fault, right? So mm-hmm. like, if that guy swindled him, he would be like, well, that's my fault. Like, and America sets us up like this. I talk about this all the time. Like I, we, I just leased the car and it was like, when you lease a car, they tell you, like, you have to go to a bunch of different dealerships. You have to like ask them Mm -hmm. what their quote is. You have to like act like you're ready to leave. You have to do all this just to get like a decent price. Right. Or like there's like horror stories about going to mechanics and like making sure like it's, we live in a society that tells people, you need to mm. make sure you don't get cheated mm. out of something. And if you do get cheated out of something, it's, on you. It's, your, it's on you. You're It's your fault somebody cheated you out of something. We ha- like we elected a president who is a, was infamous for cheating people out of their money for the jobs that they worked on his buildings and contract work. And he bragged about the fact that he did like tax loopholes, right? Because he was just like, he was like, well, I'm smart because of that. And it, and it's funny because, like, I mean, I think people made fun of him specifically for mm-hmm. it as opposed. But it was like, but this is the culture. Like, of course, he thinks he's smart be- for that because we reward people who are like, yeah, like this person was able to get away with it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> cheat their way out of his. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. We, this they, they were able to find this shortcut. And also everybody else, like it's your job to find the shortcuts and your job to know when somebody's cheating you. So. In that sense, I kind of understood him being like, feeling like he had to do it. And also he was proving something for himself, like he could provide in in a way that he felt like he wasn't doing. It was also like his own 
uh, thing too. Go ahead, Jane. Well, just in line with what you're talking about, one of the one of the other things that he was that he was, I guess, sacrificing was being close. They weren't close to a hospital. They were like, we're an mm-hmm. hour yeah. away from the, right. from the hospital. What if something That's happens to, to David? David? But he also was feeling like they, he said, one of the lines he says later is, they have to see me succeed at something. Like they have right. to yeah. see me yeah. succeed at something. Yeah. And like, it, it's such a, cause he, of course he doesn't want David to die, like, or because they're an hour away or, or something. But he's also like, but the pressure of like being a failure as as a father, as a man, it, it was so great that he was willing to risk that. It's wild. Totally. And then also to John, your point about trust, when the first Korean vendor bails on him, he's so upset, right? I mean, of, of course, right. as he should be and as I would be and anyone would be. But like to, to your point about the trust, like he had to trust that this vendor was going to purchase this product and then the vendor right. bailed. And 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 their fellow like Koreans who think there'd be a camaraderie. So he, you know, his burst of anger was really like, you just stuck a knife in my yeah. back. Like, what the hell? So. Right. Right. And that answers draws earlier question too before about like, well, yeah, why would they get it from California? This is so, so much closer. It should, it should be a little cheaper and better produce. But this other person's probably been getting it from California. And they're like, well, I don't know who this person yeah. is. I don't trust right. them yet. So Whatever, I'm just going to yeah. go to stick with the thing that I oh, know, you know. This, um, But it's so hard because she's dealing with the fact that he doesn't, he's not, he doesn't care about her. Like even that, even when they, before they go to church and she, and he was like, oh, you're probably pretty lonely here. And she's like, yeah, what's making you say that now? Like, obviously, yeah. I'm yeah. <laughs> like she gave him a look like, Oh, you talking about this now? Now you're talking he about because at first at one point he brings it up before and he's like, "Oh, you look happy." Is it because grandma's on the way? And then the next time he talks to her again, and I think that's a big thing. Like they do genuinely stop talking at one point unless it's about like the money or something family related. Um, yeah. And yeah, when he says it, I'm like, okay, cool. The dude's trying, but then you're right. Like I'm not gonna lie, it was very hard for me to understand his fault because I was like. My man is trying, goddammit. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, he's trying. He finally sold the thing when he wasn't gonna be able to. I was like, he did it. I was like, he did it. He accomplished the <laughs> So funny. I really wish I could have watched this with you. Like, seeing how... <laughs> it, it, it was a problem. Because I didn't even realize my excitement for him selling... When I was excited for him selling that thing, and I looked at Rachel, and she was immediately mad. I was like, what's wrong? He did it. I literally screamed, he did it. <laughs> and she was like, you don't get it. And it became a whole problem. And I was like, okay, okay, I get it. Yeah, well, Kat and I actually missed, because when he, I think when he first makes the sale, it's after we hear that the uh, the doctor's appointment where we hear that he like did, that, that mm-hmm, David mm-hmm. is doing better, son's right? Doing better. But Kat and, I, Kat and I missed specifically what happened here. Did he drop them off and then go to try to make another sale? Or was it that, and this is what I thought it was, was that, he was like gonna bring. He was gonna bring the stuff Turn inside. In. Right. Uh, the wife was like, "Don't do that. Leave it. Just leave it in the car." He does, but then like spends so much time like fumbling with it that he misses yeah, so, the whole <laughs> appointment, and that is what. You know what I mean? I couldn't tell if it was like that he actually left 
and did another appointment while he and then and then no. came in late. You know what I mean? No, what happened was he was going to bring it in because it was such a hot day. He didn't want the produce yeah. to wilt because he wanted it was a sample to then make the sale. Right. And she's like, are you insane? Like you're bringing vegetables into a hot like just leave it in the car. And he's like, all right, fine. Then I guess I have to move my car to the inside garage. So it's not OK. As hot. So that was what so, took long. And then yes, and then yes. he goes to do that. And then. Basically, brings the the produce anyway, and then okay. he brings it in anyway because like, that's how important it is to see, him. I, yeah, exactly. I, I was, I see, I was, I was on his side, man. I was like, look, man, I've had to pick <laughs> tomatoes and shit. It will start yeah, stinking. You can't get, yeah, like, you can't get a wilty, stinky tomato, especially if you're trying to make the sale. I'm like, yeah. At the end of the day, him bringing it in don't make a difference with anything. No, it doesn't. Yeah. Like, it doesn't. But to James's point, if he's missing his son's appointment for this. It's another. All the news had been delivered, but, and but then he, he was like, "How? But, how was it?" But, but, so, but the problem was he would have been there because he was walking in with the damn thing. But she's like, "You can't bring it in." So he had to like try to do like, "I can't find parking," so he brings it anyway. If he would have just walked in like he planned on, he would have been in there. He would have sat it in the back, but, like and he also, did the whole they time. They just ran tests. He wa- he was still there for the actual. Yeah, the diagnosis and everything. Yeah, that's true. The diagnosis. He would have been there the whole time if you just like it didn't make a difference. It wasn't actually again, but whenever uh, uh, (laughs) as I know personally, (laughs) whenever uh, an argument about something somewhat small is happening and it's really big, it it has nothing to do with the actual. Nobody, the argument had nothing to do with whether or not he should or shouldn't be able to bring in a a cart of produce (laughs) into a hospital. It's (laughs) had nothing to do with that. (laughs) Uh, It's just so funny to me to think because in the next scene when when he's making the sale and they keep doing the cuts to to the wife looking at him like in my mind i'm like she is about to eviscerate him but i love this i love that for jarrah he was like <laughs> yo i was so invested <laughs> like no like low-key i was so invested in him because again for me the whole time i was nervous something bad was going to happen to this farm and then he was going to either like lose all the money people were going to do racist stuff to them like I was so sad when he couldn't sell it to the Korean people. So when he did sell it, even though they were cutting to her, I was oblivious. I was like, <laughs> literally, I screamed. I, he did it, and then when she was like, "Kids, go over there," and he was like, "Did you guys see it?" She's so she's so shocked. She doesn't know what to say. Like I'm like, I know she's mad, but he did it. Like we good. <laughs> <laughs> and yo, the whole time Rachel's festering, fucking festering. <laughs> And it's like, you lucky this wasn't real life, but I see where your drop off is. I was like, I get it now, but damn. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, it's it's tough because again, I I, it's like he's so clearly in the wrong with that. I do think we don't fully get we don't again, I don't I don't think we fully get exactly what her idea of a perfect life is. And if it if it just involves him doing a job that he hates, then she has something to wor- work on too. Cause it, he can't be doing that. You know what I mean? Like, yes and no. Like, sure, some to me, that wasn't so much an unanswered question, maybe just because of uh, my background culture as a Korean American. Like there's a lot, there's often, and, and my parents I think are very much like this of where you're kind of silly to be a dreamer and want to, uh, mm-hmm. and want to reach for more that takes all this risk because now that you're married and you have family, there's, obligations there's responsibilities there's putting a good face forward like a lot i've and in my experience i'm probably i'm sure a lot of koreans might come at me for this but in my experience that kind of supersedes everything so to me 
I thought it was decently clear that all she wanted was like, we have a family now. Like, we just need to make this marriage work. Got it. Um, we're not like, there, there's no, why do we need to dream big and take all these risks? Like living, successfully living a day-to-day life is enough, enough, is more than enough. And why isn't it for you? Because these are your kids just as much as they are mine. Mm. That's how I took it too. And I think that's where I had the difficulty. Cause I was like, again, we didn't see, we knew she was upset, but we didn't see the discussion of like, yo, I'm taking the kids and I'm leaving. So for me, it felt like she just told his nigga, hey, I'm leaving. You need to come too. And I'm like, well, did we have a talk? Like, do we, can I fail for, I guess my thing sometimes is like coming from a certain area. I was like, again, like I didn't know a lot of people with money. So I could kind of understand him trying to get his stake like inland and like, let me fail first. Like my thing is like, just if we're going to leave, just let me, I can come. I thought he was going to say, I'll meet y'all there if this doesn't work. I was like, just let me, I started it. I bought us here. I done did all the work. I right. was so hard. He at one point, and I don't know if you guys ever had to dig holes she didn't or trust ditches. Him. And she said it. But I don't know if you ever physically had to like dig anything where like your arms don't move. Oh yeah. He just like can't lift like, his arms anymore because they're so yeah. in pain. Like right. I don't think, and it was yeah. hard for me because I'm like, you keep seeing these little things he does and he was being successful at it. And I'm like, he went through so much. And like, I was like, bruh, it felt like nobody was rocking with him. That's all I felt. Yeah. I felt like nobody gave a shit. For me, at this, at this point in the movie specifically, it was like, because That's I've heard Kat say this to me, um, but even even though not not about anything nearly as, uh, like so much is on the line, I think, for, for him in this movie. But like he was saying before, let me fail. But then at this point, it felt like he was like, I'm going to keep going and 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 I didn't have an understanding of, oh, yeah, and I yeah, felt yeah. like maybe the wife didn't have an understanding of what does failure look like? What point are you going to stop? Right. Are you about to drag us into the into the complete mud? And is that the failure point? Because our kid is sick, and you know, and I think at this point they didn't know the yet. Grandma had had this, 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 the yeah. stroke, yeah. And yeah. it's like, and it's like we can't, you know. And they're already they're already was, against the bank, right? They're already yeah. uh, they're already taking out so many right. loans and right. talking about taking right. more out, yeah. Right. She, yeah. And honestly, I feel like she didn't trust them because he wasn't being honest with her. Like he kept hiding stuff. Like yeah. he wasn't. I do think a it would have been a, a farm, uh, yeah. And to be and like you know like uh, like for on his side, I'm sure he's thinking, well, yeah, but I can tell you this stuff, and then you're just going to use that as a as the reason why I shouldn't be doing this or pursuing this, and why we should leave, which is probably true. She probably would have done that, but it still was kind of it's still unfair to not even give her the option to do that. You like he was just like hiding it from her, and then she was like, he thinks I'm stupid. Like I don't know right. that he's using mm-hmm. <laughs> like he, that he ran out of this other well, and he's you he, like. we have no money to pay for water now like um and yeah and he knew he was like that's why he was so sensitive when the guy was like oh like i can pray for your crops and he was like why there's no need and it's like i'm not failing yeah right all right dude yeah (laughs) i I mean we we skipped over it chill no but we skipped over it too it's like when the grandma the scene right before the grandma has a stroke when when everyone's scared for for david and then he hears his mom, um, he overhears, what is it? Is he overhears his parents? I forgot who he overhears, but like he starts thinking like he starts thinking he's going to die or whatever. And the grandma and him are talking at night and he's like, I don't want to die. And then she, he goes and lays with her and then he goes, who dare? And she's like talking to like, I don't oh, know. Yeah. It was just, it was so that. fucking, man. Oh, 
that was emotional. Like, who da- who was dare so emotional. Ch- make him scared that he's going to die? And she kept saying it. And it was like she was fighting for him. And then like the moment he woke up and it was P, I was like, it wasn't him. I was like, oh, yeah. no. I was like, You're, we got baited. I was like, oh, no. That she, was so great. Like, the it fact was so that great. The, the fact that like he wets the bed and like broken penis and like and then mountain, he pees into the mountain. <laughs> and she drinks his pee and like all of this is going on just for it's all build up for he didn't wet the bed his grandma had a stroke like that was so amazing that's what i'm saying man the script is brilliant the script (laughs) is like i was like what oh like it's so so rare that you have a script that like so perfectly puts all the pieces together and they all like pay add up and pay off but don't feel like like they intentional don't, like, like pieces yeah. or yeah no right. I totally agree like yeah it she's the only one like who forced. believes in him that he's strong enough oh, and yes. he's like saying that he's like I said this I have to say this prayer that I'm gonna see heaven and I don't want to and she's like I'm not gonna let you like I'm not gonna let them take you and then she wakes up the next morning and she's she kind of like takes death from him by like getting yes. sick herself yeah. right because she gets a stroke like. and you're like no uh, yeah that's what it and felt then, like man she took it and him. then when he runs at the end towards her yes to stop her because Full uh, speed. Full speed. I was like, oh, I know. Oh, it, it was crazy because the whole time Rachel was like, don't leave her home. Don't leave her home. Yeah, I, I know. know. Same. Of course. When she, started, when she started going outside, I was like, oh, oh what nah. are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, though? But you know Grandma, what? Grandma, don't help. She said, don't help. <laughs> but it's so real because I, like, after they had this discussion, you know, we were like, that grandma really did come to fix this family because if she wouldn't have set that fire, they were leaving. You know what I mean? Like that fire helped them stay together. You know what I'm saying? Literally burning it down and starting over changed everything. You know what I mean? Like let me then let me mm. say this very specific point that in a way, I think when I was talking to my mom about it, I she's like, I think you're putting too much into it, but literally it is very beautiful. So throughout the whole film in Korean, they actually call each other. So there's a term yobo, which means like spouse, but it's kind of like endearing, and that's what a white a man and a wife a husband and a wife call each other. Um, but you need to have a bit of comfort and familiarity to do it. So often in new marriages, you don't, they don't call each other that yet. Cause they don't feel that comfortable and that like lovey dovey enough to do that. So they, their kids are what, like eight and six or 10 and eight. Like they, they've been together for a long time. They don't call each other Yobo. They call each other. So the girl's name is Anne, but I guess her Korean name is also Ji Young. They call each other Ji Young's mom, Ji Young's dad. Like it's a much more like separated uh, term oh. that they refer to each other, which I thought was very indicative of what that marriage was. That very, mm-hmm. that marriage is not very good, not very stable, very distant. Right? They don't share anything with each other. The only time and the first time they call each other Yobo is in that fire. In the fire, when they both run oh, into wow. each other, they run in the yeah. fire and you're they're going to die. There's no way you're reading into that. That's no. that's wow. that's amazing. No, that's and beautiful. like I didn't catch that, but I thought that that everything that happened, all of the steps of the fire were amazing because he runs in, right? Then she goes in and starts doing it too. And it's like, you hate this bar. You hate right? it. Then, 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 then when he can't see her and the fire's gotten oh, too no. crazy, he's, he's screaming, he's screaming, I guess what the subtitles were was honey, but like right. he just keeps screaming that over and over to find. He's like, no, this is the most important thing. Me, Yo. you know, and then uh, I thought that was I, I thought, thought that was beautiful. If she was gonna die in that fire, I was like, I honestly, I I couldn't handle this movie. I was like, Yo, find her, bruh. But like, cause she wasn't saying anything back. <laughs> like, legitimately, fi- I, I was like, find her. It wasn't even like a yell. 
It's like, you need to find her. I don't know what the fuck you got to do. She don't like this farm. She's trying to save your fucking crops. Rachel's next to me like, why is she saving the crops? I was like, because she care. Find her. I was like, yeah, exactly. I was like, I was like yeah. she's back. I was like, yeah. she's back. <laughs> we, we, we figured the shit out. She's like, back on board. He's like, because again, like to me, it's like, it is that thing that's so subtle. I think you're in relationships where it's like, where is that balance of like, like Brilla kept saying it, like, where's the middle ground? Right? You know what I'm saying? It's like at the end of the day, she did not fuck with this farm. But the farm was so important. She saw how much he was willing to whisk for it, but also was like, I can't watch all of his dreams go up in smoke. Like literally, I'm watching yeah. everything go up in smoke. The grandma is now sad and like gone. Like it's so much happening in this. Oh my God. The kids are chasing the And like grandma. you just want, you do, and a little bit, you do, like I did want him to succeed too and he finally made that sale and I actually was happy for him too. And then you see the grandma like with her stroke like trying to burn the garbage and you're just like, no, this is bad. Oh, no. This is bad. And then it is bad. And you're like, why? Also, I can't believe that they just burned this garbage, by the way. <laughs> so my grandmother did that and Rachel was like, why would you do that? And I was like, yo, they don't, have dump truck like they don't have dump trucks like you where would, would you where would you take it otherwise yeah, yeah so we used to go she had it was far away but you would go the whole ground around it was just tarred black and the thing is that you would be scared if you had to put glass in it because glass would pop so if it was glass in the back you put the glass in or whatever and then you would run you would try to run as far and then you would watch it from a distance because you would hear like the pops and crackle Guys, shit is crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. That is crazy. Man, what's going on? And man? also, you knew they, um, they did it three times, so you knew at some point something was going to happen with this fire. And I was like, something's yeah. going yeah. yeah. Um, um, man. Yeah, man. I mean, is there anything I could... Man, this movie yeah, was well, so just, good. All that's left is the Minari that she... Well, yes. then, so then, right, it comes back, <laughs> and um, they're finally sleeping as a family on the floor for the first time, and then the grandma's right. just, like, watching over... Like, it pans to the grandma, and she's watching over them because, like, uh, she has come, and she has brought them together um, in the crazy, kooky way that she is and what she did with the fire and everything, but, like, it took that crazy, crazy yeah. pivotal moment for it to all, like, right, to to release all the anger and all the prejudices that they had against each other and make them a family. I yeah. love and this. And the dad and the son are picking Minari. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, it was I, so I have beautiful. to say, though, the one big thing, I had one big thing and one minor thing that I didn't like about the film. And the one that, that, that I didn't buy into is that at that pivotal scene after the grocery store where he makes the sale finally and he's so happy and she's like, what the hell is wrong with you? And they kind of decide that they're going to separate. I would love to hear other people's like Korean Americans perspective, but I didn't believe that at all because to a fault, and I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm really not. Mm-hmm. Koreans don't, you don't divorce. You don't leave. It, it doesn't matter how mm. bad it is. You, you don't, you don't, it just, it looks so bad and it's so frowned upon in the culture. You don't. So I wonder, I'd, I'd be interested in hearing, cause I know a lot of the movie is from the director's childhood. I wonder mm-hmm. if that actually happened with his parents. I would love to hear if that was uh. true. Or if it was just more so, I understand like on a literary journey that that's where it would go because a marriage is failing so hard that like, where else can you go? I get that too. But being Korean American, I was like, that wouldn't happen in a Korean family. It's it's funny. It's funny you said it because I was thinking if this was like, like my grandmother's generation, I don't, I think they would have left. Like, I know she left my grandfather who I never met, but like they never got a divorce. It was like, Mm. so it's like, it was so messy, which I mean, nowadays, like people get divorces, but like, I think you're right. Like it's, it was so frowned upon that like, you know, if the husband's cheating, you know, you got to have kids with someone else. It's like, you would just leave and you leave and wait for one of them to die technically. 
Yeah, I wonder if they would, but I, I don't know. I would say this, just one, one small thing to Hollywood, because I don't want to harp on it. I feel like I've said it. I think Hollywood should like treat actors of color like they treat white actors. And by that, I mean, if this movie would have been about like a white family, if this was like Francis McDormand's movie, we would hear about all the big movies lined up for the rest of this cast. We'd have heard about the movie that like the daughter got. We'd have heard about the grandma's new movie. About the movie, the movie technically premiered at South by Southwest, I think, or Sundance last Sundance, 2020, yeah. January of 2020. So people have known about it. The people who cast movies have known about it. Like this director should have had his next movie lined up. And I've been checking this whole podcast to see what everybody has to do. I mean, Steven's good, but I think Steven was fine before this. I mean, to an extent. Yeah. The lineup is not really there. And the thing is, that is the thing that's starting to bother me because we've done this with movies where it's like black kids and it's like this black kid don't get the same thing these white kids get. And I'm looking and this mom is not getting her due deserve. I don't, it hasn't happened yet. Um, So I'm just saying. She's phenomenal. I agree. So I'm just saying it, it, I understand and I love that, you know, people of color will always make movies for other people of color to, to star in. But also it's a thing of like, yo, these gatekeepers are still white for the most part until someone breaks through. And it's like, yo, if people do the work to break through. Yo, give them their roses, yo. Like, get, you get, there are so many blonde white women who get on that you can give other people a shot, yo. Like, it's a new blonde white woman every year. Literally every year. And what more do they have to do, right? They're they're already proven how phenomenal they are at this and talented. Like, what else can they do, right? Nothing. They literally, he made it. He wrote it himself. He cast it. Literally at every step of the way, this man has like had obstacles put in front of him. Literally award shows being like, ah, you can't get nominated for this. We'll nominate you for this. Like he's done the thing. The actors have done a thing. I had to watch Stephen Ying like reenact the moment from a comic book that I think is so visceral that it made me stop watching a TV show. <laughs> you know what I Why mean? Why are you bringing this up? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was so <laughs> hard. me think about this. They did not. Today. Anyway. Anyway, that's all I'm saying about Hollywood. Get your shit together again. <laughs> 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 and my tiny little thing was, I, I, I mean, there's not enough time and I get it, but I, I very much love the, do- the little daughter and I wish that we got a little oh, more of her perspective yes. too. That's all. Yeah, she was so good. Yeah. I fully agree. Um, while, while I was watching the movie, the thing that kept coming up for me was like, because it's like a really like wonderful, like sweet, heartbreaking story. But like whenever something like happens, that's like beautiful, but like there was something like maybe there's some damage behind it. I keep thinking about like the collateral beauty, you know? Wait, what? You know what I'm saying? There's like collateral, <laughs> collateral, collateral beauty. beauty. Are you talking and, about Will you know, Smith's when the, movie? When the farm burns up, that's the collateral beauty, you know? John, in this. No, James, beauty? no. James, no. It's collateral beauty? James, no. We have a, a guest. Hmm? John, in this. Don't, no, don't look <laughs> at him. I feel like you're looking at him in the Zoom. Have you seen? <laughs> I am. Have you all Braylock, seen collateral this, beauty? It, James. Yes, I've seen it. How do we? Is it, can we mute other is people? Is it good? <laughs> is that a thing you can do on Zoom? Y'all not All answering right. my question. It's collateral beauty. No, good? leave us alone. It's, it's fine. It's fine. John, it's a nice little Christmas movie. Stop encouraging okay. him. <laughs> it's time for the cause. We rate and review films not based on how much we like them. We actually review them based on if they help the cause more leading uh, actors of color in Hollywood. So if we think a film fully helped that cause, we give it a black fist, James. If we (laughs) feel like it somewhat helped the cause, we give it a white palm. If we feel like it didn't help the cause at all, we don't give it anything. Okay, on the count of three... We're going to, on the, on the count of three, I said, is, is when we're going to lift up and you only can do one. our ratings. <laughs> you don't no get one this. can right. see this. this one, is just we know. Two, three. 
Yeah. yeah. This, I mean, everyone was phenomenal. How can yes. you even argue? Like, they're yeah. all so good and so talented. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this is also... It's nominated for six Academy Awards. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, and, so was uh, Green Book. How many did Green Book have? Uh, don't do this. <laughs> hey, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't bring that up. I'm saying, because Bray was like, well, obviously because of that, that nomination. Well, but you know what? The nominations don't always yes, be Yes, but Green Book good. starred a white person. That didn't, Maybe I'm in the, the minority. Black- but it's <laughs> Did you really take his bit? Did you just, <laughs> did you just really just take his bit? And it all came back. Yes. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord. I, I mean, I don't uh, know. Not you know, as well I, as Minari does. I didn't get to say that, just on a side note, um, as a Korean-American growing up in America, I love, like, just the environment and the set. Like, not that I grew up in rural Arkansas, but, like, just the rice cooker in from the 80s, I had that. Just the soy sauce <laughs> bottles out on the counter and the right. way she served the food and... The family didn't necessarily, like you saw on a normal day, the family didn't eat together. Like that's a very white American concept. Like that's not something that, at least in my family, being like didn't have a lot of money and like just not having the time or the luxury or privilege to set aside time where everyone, because you just ate because you were hungry and like you had to eat and you've had a full day and you got to go along. So like at one point you see Stephen just eating dinner by himself where the mom's cooking and the kids are just kind of off because they've probably already eaten. And just like, yeah, just the sleeping on the ground with the pads and, and like like the, the sleeping pads that they had and just right. the um, old fashioned Korean blankets and like just a little bit of decor. It, it very much took me back to my childhood. So I uh, it oh. was very nostalgic for me in that sense, for sure. And they really nailed all of those details. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm I was truly blown away by it. There, I have it was it was so enjoyable for me. And like I was just like, yeah, like it really hit hit home on everything. And it was just like a beautiful uh, human experience <laughs> that we were watching yeah. unfold. I literally, I think a thing I said to myself while I was watching this movie was like, we're all broken people <laughs> just yeah. trying to figure it out. <laughs> I was like, we're all just trying to figure it out. We yeah. don't know. That's totally. We don't know. <laughs> uh, it was, it was so good. Um, Emery, thank you so much. Yes. Oh, yes. thanks for having thank me. You. Thanks yes. for making Having me on. watch the movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. That's what we're here I know. for. I'm glad we made you watch the movie. Yeah, um, me too. Like, genuinely, me too. <laughs> can people um, find you on social media? Is there anything you'd like to uh, highlight or, or Yeah, uh, social media is at Anne-Marie, U-A-N-N-M-A-R-E on whatever social media you want to. It's the same handle. Um... I do stuff with the comedy stuff with the squirrel here and there. I am in a play reading and there's a virtual show, I think on April 13th. Um, I don't have a link for it yet, but I'll put it on my social media when I do. Okay, great. Otherwise, yeah, just (laughs) surviving in New York in the pandemic. All right. Yep. Uh, uh, That's awesome. Yeah, guys, check that out. Um, You can follow us at Blackman Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Blackmanpodcast.com is our website where you find links to our merch. we got t-shirts and iPhone cases and uh, pillows, things like that. We also have a defunct uh, Patreon. To be honest, we get more money from the Patreon. Um, <laughs> I guess we got to uh, get that back on, like James uh, said. Yeah, because we got to do Lovecraft Country. You ain't got no time, we James. Do Stop it. with the soldier. Yeah, if you want us to do uh, all those know. things James is talking about, is just tweet at us. Um, <laughs> you can follow me at John Braylock, johnbraylock.com. You can follow and, me at James Third Comedy. Third is three on D. Why are you? Whatever. You can follow me on Twitter <laughs> at Gerard Milligan. 
Uh, oh, and if you rate and review us, give us five stars. We'll re- uh, read your review on the air. This one is coming directly for Dra. It is a Akron uh. listener <laughs> coming to America. I wonder if Dra would have had such intense dislike for CTA had he gotten the part he auditioned for. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Honestly, I saw that earlier. <laughs> honestly, I, honestly, that's so real. That be that would be the Force Awakens. I would lie about that until years <laughs> down the line, where I'm like, "Hey, you know how I really feel?" Because <laughs> you can't. Like, I feel like only only time uh, actors talk about a project they really didn't like is when it's so far yeah. gone that they're like, "Hey, man, I ain't gonna lie to you. That joint was trash." It has it to be, be at least five liters, if not ten. It really should oh, be yeah. ten. Yeah, <laughs> it would be like trash. Oh, Bro, hold on, I just have a uh, question. Is their name? Is their handle Akron Listener? A K R? Yeah. O N. Okay, Akron Stand Up. <laughs> that explains. <laughs> that explains why that. James, um, message did such you a write this message. review? <laughs> it was me. <laughs> it was me. Uh, all right, and thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. So fun. Thank you. See you. Yeah. See you next week. Peace. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production, produced by Melissa D. Fonts. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcast on YouTube at youtube.com slash foreverdogteam. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at foreverdogteam to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. Forever Dog.